Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Sunday, December 26th, 2021. So, did you do the crossword? You betcha. And what were your impressions? Well, I thought it was kind of more of a challenging Sunday. It took me a little longer Mm -hmm. than it usually does. I had a... I had a little bit of trouble finding anything. I could actually put some letters into these squares. Mm -hmm. But eventually it started to come together. Right. And then our daughter, who is visiting for the holidays, sat down next to me and we banged it out. Oh, well, good. Mm -hmm. So how long did it take you to do that? Well, it took me one hour and 25 minutes and 49 seconds. However... We got hung up on 86 down with it mm-hmm. in old slang. Hep. And I put hip. Hip. And then I thought, oh, maybe it's hep. But my daughter insisted, oh, no, it's hip. So we didn't change it. But then finally, I changed it. And then that's the, the puzzle stopped. Well, that that I or E, that that middle letter was running into, was the beginning of 90 across, surround as with light. Uh So it would be inhalo rather than inhalo. Well, I I had never heard either inhalo or inhalo, so I didn't know. I believe inhalo is what you do after you exhalo. (laughs) Inhalo, exhalo. No, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. Somehow, it, I, 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 yeah, I, I saw that, and I thought HEP, because it seems to me they've used HEP. Well, I think they yeah. use HEP more than they use HIP. Yeah, they have. They have. And, I, you know, and I thought, well, it could be HIP or HEP. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I put HIP. It certainly is an interesting word in Halo, though. Yes. Uh-huh. To surround yeah. as well, with light. That's a new one on me. Yeah, that doesn't show up in conversation a lot. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the theme was kind of a interesting one. Mm-hmm. Pretty ingenious, really, but um, it took it took me until I got down to the revealer to finally figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, so that was also something that caused it to be a bit of a stumper for me. You want to talk about the theme because I couldn't have done this if I didn't figure out the theme. Well, yeah, the the theme. Once you figured found out what the theme was, it helped immensely. Yes, but um, there for the theme. It was called Pest Control, the theme, or the puzzle today was called Pest Control. And there were many um, clues that were italicized, and they made no sense at all, really. Like, for example, 65 Across, it has has many beef and beet, no, beet and beef options. It has many beet and beef options. Or um, another one was, um, um, I'm trying to find one that's more cryptic. How about? Um, blouse and brooch, perhaps. Blouse and brooch, perhaps. So anyway, I didn't know how to fill those out. But as I started getting clues filled in, um, familiar words started appearing so, for example, uh, 22 across is the first, first one. One wearing chapstick, perhaps. And 
I figured out the answer was horseback rider. Well, that really makes no sense when you look at the clue, one wearing chapstick. But again, with the theme pest control, when you get down to the revealer, which was 113 across, gradually fix something or what to do to understand this puzzle's italicized clues. And the answer there was work out the bugs. So I thought, oh, there's some sort of bugs in the answers. And if you take them out, then they'll make sense. So I worked on that for a while and was not getting anywhere that way. But what was actually happening was the bugs are in the clues. Mm -hmm. So that 22 across, one wearing chapstick, perhaps, the bug in there is a tick in chapstick. If you take out tick, you get one wearing chaps, perhaps, and the answer is horseback rider, and that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. So, or this one really stumped me, malice more formally, and the answer was mother. Malice more formally was mother. Well, if you look at the clue, malice has the, the pest lice in it. So then if you take lice out, you get ma more formally. The answer was mother. So that was the whole gimmick. And it, like I said, it was, it was rather ingenious, I think. Mm -hmm. um, it would have take, taken quite a bit to, uh, to think of those clues and to incorporate all of those different pests. <coughs> Because uh, there were lots of different pests that were included, and um, and it, it did make for a, a bit more challenging puzzle. Yes, I I was totally you know I got the, I got twenty two across like you did horseback rider, and I looked at the clue and it's like one wearing chapstick and I thought huh it's really one wearing chaps it's like okay fine but i couldn't generalize that to anything else uh -huh. so like for example 32 across was antarctic coordinate mm -hmm. and i'm like okay and then i thought i had nor coming out of it so i i started thinking norwegian for because norwegian fit it didn't make any sense no. but it's sort of cold in norway yes. which is not antarctic it's not arctic not even close right it's the wrong way but if you take the um, if you take the ant out of Antarctic, you're left with Arctic coordinate of North Pole. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I was I North was Pole works right, mm -hmm. and I was just you know treading water and not getting hardly anything done until I got that work out the bugs, and then I went from clue to clue and just like oh I get it. Mm -hmm. So like for example, fifty one across blouse and brooch perhaps. You take out the louse and the roach, and you're left with B and B, perhaps, mm -hmm. which was a public house. Right. Mm -hmm. Or 65 across, it has many beet and beef. Uh, sorry. Um, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Across. It has many beet and beef options. So you take out the. Um, bees. You take out the B's, and it has T and F options. And the answer was true, false, test. Right. It's like, wow. Uh -huh. But, I mean, all of those became apparent once you got the gimmick. But before the gimmick, it was just like, yeah. yeah. And and mm -hmm. so. Um, I, I love 37 down. Antelope say. And it's like antelope say. But if you take out the ant, it's elope 
say? And the answer was get hitched. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I did this in 11609. Mm-hmm. I, a little longer, too, then. Well, I, it's probably for my Sunday, it's not bad. I think, you know, it probably took me... I think I, I just sort of flailed around for an hour, and then I got that, and it just like, oh, you take the bugs out, mm-hmm. and then I and then yeah. just just it made it much much easier. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I thought there were some some curious clues in in today's puzzle. I like one hundred five down. Good thing to be in. Uh, the first thing I thought was luck, uh-huh. but it turned out to be tune. It's always right. good to be in tune. Uh-huh. And I don't know if they've used this before, but 120 across, um, that was famous uh, cryptid. Let me just find that one again yeah, here. Yeah, it's on the very bottom. Yes. In the um, middle. F- uh, the famous cryptid, famil- familiarly, and it was Nessie. Uh-huh. So I guess Nessie is a cryptid. I guess so. And... A form of uh, nepotism symbolically, this was 55 across, was school ties. Uh-huh. That, that was sort of cute. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand that. I think it's a Britishism. I think in, in Britain, you know, in, when, when the kids were dressed in uniforms, they'd have a school tie, mm-hmm. and that would identify your school. So if you sort of like, once you'd gotten, once you'd graduated and you were sort of helping people, and if they were from your school, you'd sort of give them a leg up. That oh. was that was that form of nepotism. I, I always thought of nepotism as being revolving around family. Uh-huh. You do something for your own family, but right. here you do something for your own for your old schoolmates. I see. Okay. Um, sickly, I, oh, sorry. I noticed that our favorite Egyptian god made it into the crossword. Yes, one eighteen, supreme Egyptian god, the infamous Amenra. This time spelt with an e. That's right. As opposed to a minra or a monra or just about any other vowel for that third letter. Mm-hmm. They had 60 down, relative of a club for short, and it was three letters. And at first I was thinking bat, I was thinking bat as in I decided that bat could be short for battle axe, uh-huh. which was sort of a bit of a stretch. It turned out it was BLT. Right. Uh-huh. So that, was, that was quite yeah. amusing. Well, I, I had calves. Cat in well, let's see. I had cab in there, short for cabaret. You know, you oh, know, a club or a cabaret. Yeah, I like that. But uh, no, it turned out to be BLT. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot more sense with a club. Um, in the vicinity of that fifty-two down, big name in women's skincare, hers. Did you know hers? I did not. Hmm. I, have, I so. know a lot of. of uh, Skincare products, but not hers. It was four letters, of course. So the only thing I could think of was Olay, which I guess <laughs> right. doesn't really make any sense. Um, 70, uh, 73 across, GI blank. So as soon as I see GI, I think Joe. It's just sort sure, of hardwired into my thinking. Yep, me too. But it turned out, of course, it wasn't enough letters. It, they needed five, and the answer was GI tracked. Uh-huh. I had GI draft for a while. Oh, okay. It didn't work. Was, was there ever such a thing as a GI draft? Well, if you had a draft, you'd end up being a GI. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you were drafted, mm-hmm. but I don't know that they ever called it the GI draft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seventy-four cross was calling, and it was five letters, mm-hmm. and um, 
it ended in an E, so it, for I, I briefly toyed with phone, and then I was like, okay, your calling is sort of like your career or your metier, mm-hmm. but it turned out to be niche. Right. And I guess I don't think of niche as being a – you know, there's several definitions of niche, mm-hmm. and I just sort of think that as being a very narrow, focused sort of thing. Uh-huh. Not being necessarily a career, but apparently that's yeah. That's yeah. one you say. Well, you need to find your niche. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hear that that often. No, but, but I, I I have heard that. Mm-hmm. Ninety two down was terrific. Sporting a certain natural style, afroed. Yes, uh-huh. I did not know that that could that could work in that tense, uh-huh. whatever that tense happens to be. Yeah. And then close to that 98 down, John Wayne by birth, Iowan. I knew that. We drove by. I have actually been to his boyhood home. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. In Winterset. Did you get a did you get a t-shirt or anything? Or no. Souvenir? No, I did not. Okay. Well, listeners, if you're ever in Iowa, make sure you stop by Winterset. You'll want to check out John Wayne's boyhood home. And the covered bridges. And the covered bridges, okay? <laughs> 99 down was, was also uh, awesome. Who ran against George Washington for president? The answer was no one. That's right. So really, he was unopposed. That's right. Have there, has that ever been the case no. since? No, I don't believe so. Hmm. Uh, unless it would have, well, no, when John Adams ran, I believe Jefferson ran against him in John Adams beat him, and then Jefferson beat Adams. Well, how did how did that work exactly? Just said, well, I want to be president. Okay, I'm president. I mean, oh, I don't know that he wanted to be, but I think everybody wanted him to be mm-hmm. because he had been president of the of the Constitution Committee. Okay, and of course he had been the general that won the Revolutionary War. So you know he was a hero, and uh, they asked if he would be the first president. Wow. And I believe that's the way it worked. Yes. Haven't, haven't ha- that hasn't happened since. Nope. <laughs> no. That's a relief. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, where would he get where would he get his signs printed? <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. He I, I guess so. So let's see. Um, 107 down, letters on dreidels was noons. Yes, I didn't know that. N-U-N-S. Uh-huh. Pronounced noons, not nuns. Uh-huh. And Let's see, 109 down. Uh, exam that once required fingerprint identification for short, LSAT. Uh-huh. I had no idea. No, I didn't either. That's pretty... Why would they need lawyers to be able to identify <laughs> fingerprints? I have no idea. That's just a little on the weird side. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. okay, well... Um, a, yeah, definitely a challenging uh, Sunday. I, I had a lot of trouble getting started too, mm-hmm. and just like and and part of it was because of the theme, but because because th- those were fairly long answers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I liked it. This was by um, Christina Iverson. Good job, Christina. Yes, yes, indeed. So. And so I think that's it for today. So thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for helping make this one of the most popular crossword uh, podcasts about the New York Times crossword to come out of Northeast Wisconsin. And we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.